Welcome to the Consultants Council podcast, a place for consulting industry guidance and best practice advisory. Whether you're working to grow in your consulting career, you're managing and developing a consulting firm, you're working with consultants, or you're just interested in business and high performance advice, we've got recommendations and education for you. I'm Kelsey Kreveling, founder and CEO of Kelsey Consulting, a firm focused on building high-performing organizations, teams, and individuals through a variety of ventures, including the Consultants Council. I've spent my career at the intersection of technology and management consulting, working with organizations across the country to help solve their toughest challenges, while also supporting the growth and development of multiple consulting firms, helping them improve their long-term performance trajectory. In addition, I serve as a startup investor and advisor, promoting the ideas of entrepreneurs as they work to gain traction in their industry. With so many people gearing up to launch their own businesses and establish their own consulting practices, I want to make available the advice and lessons I've learned along the way. This podcast is made possible by Kelsey Consulting with media support by Class Act Media. For more information, check out our site at theconsultantscouncil.com and kelsey.consulting. That's K-E-L-S-C dot consulting. And now, stay tuned for this episode's counseling because the consulting world is full of nuances and the answer is always, it depends. What's possible? Do more. So, you just got a new job. Congratulations. That means you're going to need to resign from your current one. Let's make sure you do that as gracefully and graciously as possible. Because believe it or not, the bridges you burn will not light the way forward, right? That's a meme that we see going around these days. I don't buy it. I have spent too long in my career seeing time and time again how building positive interactions relationships pays massive dividends well into the future. So what can you do to make sure that your exit is respectful and continuing to strengthen the relationships that you have with your colleagues and coworkers and peers? Uh, first and foremost, if you were in a salaried position, well, yes, two weeks might be the expectation I generally find that giving four is preferred, especially if you've got a tremendous amount of work on your plate, client-based deliverables, internal responsibilities. It takes time for an organization to find someone else to fill your position or to delegate your workload to others. So being able to give four weeks notice certainly is helpful. Now, one thing to keep in mind, anytime you turn in your resignation, you do have to expect that they could say, thanks so much, bye, and escort you out of the building that same day. They do not have to keep you employed um, beyond when you have given your notice. So something to just keep in mind, um, when you give your notice, be ready that, you know, could be asked to transition right away. Uh, that said though, the, the more tenured the position, the more that you are responsible for, the more that the organization is going to want to make sure that they have time to create an effective transition plan. I'd also recommend not scheduling your departure if possible on the last day of the month. The main reason for this is health insurance typically is covered through the 
end of the month that you've departed. And if you give it on the last day of the month, well then your insurance is gonna end right then. So if you're able to have the flexibility to time that effectively, do. Uh, also, you know, take a look at what your compensation looks like when your company gives bonuses, uh, any performance or commissions that are paid out, you know, make sure that you're timing your departure in a way that is helping you, um, that you're not leaving, you know, excess money on the table. Uh, but those are tough things to walk away from. Now, certainly if you're in a very toxic environment um, or in an organization where it's just, you cannot continue to stay, um, you know, those are extenuating circumstances uh, and evaluate those as such. Um, but those are just some things to, to consider. Uh, I'd also recommend, you know, as you've submitted your resignation, communicating with your leadership teams on what the transition plan is going to be. So if you, you know, have team members that report to you or you interact with clients, making sure that there is an appropriate game plan for how your departure is going to be conveyed to all of those stakeholders uh, will really help make sure that the transition is a lot smoother um, and not as chaotic. You don't want your departure, if possible, to cause strife unnecessarily. Um, again, obviously there is extenuating circumstances, you know, there's, there is death, there is illness, there is, you know, just trauma and things that, you know, cannot be helped. Um, but as much as possible, making sure that your transition is calm and that your clients and your uh, subordinates and your peers all feel supported uh, throughout it. I'd also highly recommend being positive about your transition. You, A, don't wanna speak too much about where you're going, what you're going to be doing, just because you don't want to build a sentiment of resentment towards you for leaving, right? That's always gonna to arise. Organizations are disappointed that you're, you're leaving them. Um, but ultimately, you know, if you've got a great rapport, you want them to be excited for the new chapter that you are taking on, if at all possible. In addition, um, you know, really make sure that with your peers and team members, you continue to remain positive about the company that you've worked for. This has been an organization that has employed you for a set duration of time, and you wanna make sure that you're keeping that rapport positive and that you are not unnecessarily being negative towards that organization, right? You can go on like a uh, glass door and read horrible reviews and this, that, and the other. And you know, you hear people that are leaving, oh my gosh, I can't stand it here. I've got to get out, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's, that's not the most diplomatic way to present yourself um, or to, you know, articulate the, the, the organization that you've been working for. There are certainly pleasant and kind and considerate ways to represent yourself and your thoughts around why you might have chosen to depart from an organization and why you're making a change. Um, and so I just highly encourage you to think through what those are as you communicate with others. Uh, I'd also recommend being candid if you have the opportunity to have an exit interview. So candid doesn't have to mean harsh, uh, but it does mean articulate specifically the reasons why you're choosing to depart from an organization. You know, the organization ideally is reviewing their exit interviews and taking feedback seriously. And so if there's very specific reasons as to why you've elected not to stay with an organization, 
speak to those. You know, if the, the expectation around availability is untenable, let them know. If the compensation doesn't meet the tenure and the expectations of the role, let them know. Um, you know, these are all things that if you have the opportunity to share, be transparent about what they are, but do it in a supported environment when you are with either an HR executive or your former, you know, leadership uh, that you used to work with. And then the final advice I really can give is stay engaged to the end. You always see people just checking out. Okay, I put in my notice, I'm done, I don't care. You never know where your boss is gonna end up after this job, or where you're gonna end up, or where your peers are gonna end up. You could end up working together again. They could be your client, customer, your boss, your employee. You want to make sure that they continue to think highly of you and your skill set, even as you are running down the clock on your departure. So just things to think about as you are transitioning from one position into another that will continue to make sure that you felt great relationships and interactions um, as you develop your corporate and personal brand in the workplace. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Consultants Council. Thank you so much for your interest and engagement. Let us know what you'd like to learn more about by writing in to info at theconsultantscouncil.com. Thanks to Kelsey Consulting for sponsoring this podcast and to Class Act Media for the media support. And with that, cheers and all my best. Have a great week. And remember, what's possible? Do more.